Welcome to another episode of About Mansfield. I'm Steve Casillo, always broadcasting from the Selmark Studios, along with Colleen Daniel and the About Mansfield News team. Coming up today, it's Mansfield News, sports, and weather for the upcoming week. And a little later in the episode, you will have a chance to win a $25 gift card to a local Mansfield eatery with our Mansfield trivia question, courtesy of Joe Jenkins Farmers Insurance. Let's take a look at the stories we're covering this week. Mansfield receives grant from Keep Texas Beautiful. City saves tax Taxpayers $1.9 million. Details to come in a moment with the mayor. Junior ROTC Drill Tournament makes its debut in Mansfield. Mansfield YMCA opens their doors in grand fashion. Timberview football player kicks her way into the history books. Jonathan Dodd, what's coming up in sports today? High school playoffs have begun and we've got the results for you. Coming up in the features section. I'm Dennis Webb and in today's science segment, a weird story about neutrinos. Is it the flu? RSV, or COVID-19. I'm Angel Biasati with Methodist Mansfield News to Know. We'll run down the symptoms later in the episode. We have the seven-day weather forecast. And in the talk segment, Steve concludes his in-studio conversation with Texas Health Hospital CEO, Kenneth Rose. We are Mansfield's only source for news, talk, and information. This is About Mansfield. I'm Philip Washington, Chief Investment Officer of Stonehill Wealth Management and host of the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast. First book I read in college was Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and it changed my life. And since then, I've read tons and tons of books on money. And what I've done is taken those lessons, simplified them, and I talk about those lessons on my podcast, Wealth Building Made Simple. So come hang out with us. We're on every major platform, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on YouTube. Wealth building made simple. The housing market is evolving as interest rates rise to meet inflation. Speculation abounds as to what the future may hold. Do you have a trusted advisor? The Roger and Beth team at Century 21 Judge Fight should be your first call in all matters concerning real estate and the market. We specialize in residential real estate for both buyers and sellers. With industry partners across North America, our resources and expertise can turn the home you've been envisioning into a reality. Visit our website at homesinmansfield.com to learn more. That's homesinmansfield.com. Hi, I'm Corey Berlin, 2022 Boston Marathon finisher, and you're listening to About Mansfield. Welcome back to About Mansfield. Keep Mansfield Beautiful is one of 10 affiliate communities sharing $25,000 to support educational and programmatic opportunities relating to sustainability, recycling, litter prevention, beautification, and water conservation through a grant from HEB and Central Market. Keep Mansfield Beautiful will use its grant to create butterfly gardens at three Mansfield ISD school campuses. The project will focus on the monarch butterfly, as it was recently added to the endangered species list. The addition of specific plants to these gardens will provide the first steps needed to become official butterfly way stations. To get the ball rolling, Mansfield has received $3,000 to begin and support their proposed community project. The Butterfly Gardens will be located at Tarver Rendon Elementary, Donna Shepherd Leadership Academy, and Linda Job Middle School. 
Keep Mansfield Beautiful will complete their project by July 2023. Mansfield City Council held a regularly scheduled meeting on Monday. Wait, no. They held two regularly scheduled meetings on the, on Monday, and that's because, uh, well, well, we'll talk about this. This is a moment with the mayor on About Mansfield. The following opinions of those of Michael Evans may not necessarily reflect those of the Mansfield City Council. We say top of the morning to Michael Evans. And top of the morning to you. You are right, Steve. We held two meetings one night and got it done. And the question is, why? Well, because we want individuals to be able to enjoy their families for uh, the uh, Thanksgiving holidays. And, you know, our staff, they do an outstanding job. And usually they would have to hang up and hang out with us uh, during that weekend. I bet they choose their families. Yeah. So uh, we, we're we okay. So for those who think that the the city council members just saunter in at seven o'clock and sit down in their seat and they're done two, three hours later, that was not the case Monday evening. You started at three o'clock and started with the kids. You know what? We started at three o'clock and yes, we started with, with the, the next generation, which I call generation now, because uh, these are young men and young women who are part of our internship program. And and uh, they brought forward to us an awesome idea. Uh, it would be Mansfield's new Authentic Youth Civic Engagement Initiative. Authentic Youth Civic Engagement Initiative, where we would actually form uh, a uh, Mansfield uh, Youth Council that would uh, work alongside of uh, staff and as well as our city council. And these will be uh, young people or young adults who would uh, offer us uh, their their ideas. I mean, just, just imagine that. I mean, the, the, the future of the city is in their hand. So why not listen to the people who will actually be leading our city? Exactly. Uh, in the uh, years to come. And listen, they're, they're going to be leaning in and talking to us about uh, uh, some of our uh, policy uh, matters. Uh, they will also uh, be uh, some of the people we'll need to listen to as we form our cultural arts uh, uh, plan, master plan. So um, we really are leaning into them and we want them to share with us uh, what their perceptions are, what their ideas are, uh, because we want to be a growing city, not only now, but also in the future. Well, that and makes sense because in 20 years, it's going to be their city. It is definitely, I tell you what, in some cases, it'll be 10 years, you know, <laughs> if not five. But uh, yeah, you are right. You are right. Afterwards, you honored the veterans. Yes, yes. Uh, we did honor our veterans. Uh, you know, Mansfield, we, we love them. We love our veterans and uh, we recognize them for the incredible uh, work that they did uh, with the Field of Flags, uh, the uh, Remember Our Fallen exhibit. Uh, we also also uh, had an exhibit which was a tribute to uh, women who have served in the armed forces at the uh, historical uh, uh, foundation, our museum uh, there on um, uh, Broad and uh, Main Street. So it, it was a great time to honor some great people. And um, you know what? We're really blessed uh, by that. The consent agenda was pretty packed, 15 <laughs> items, and we don't have to go over all 15. Uh, I've asked you this before. Let's just uh, touch on the sexy ones. All right. You sure? Okay. Well, all right. If you don't want to go over all 15, all right, then. I just, you know, I just want the people to know that we did do some work that night. Yeah. All right. So let's, let's talk a bit about it. Uh, what we did do was... Um, 
We approve the uh, certificates of obligations, uh, which will uh, pay for uh, the construction of our new $37, $38 million uh, police headquarters that will be located on Heritage Parkway. And I am excited about that because our police and and first responders, uh, they deserve everything I'm telling you that we can offer them uh, to make their lives better because they protect our lives. Uh, The uh, fiscal year, uh, 2023 is going to be the year where uh, you're going to see quite a few uh, street and capital improvements. Uh, so we, we approve those uh, by approving the certificates of obligation. Also, um, those dollars will pay for the design of the animal control facility. I mean, we know that we need a, a better facility and we're going to be moving it closer uh, in town. So stay tuned for that. Huh. And also the design of the uh, expansion of the Chris Burkett uh, service center. So, so those dollars did that. But, but let, me, let me share this. The approval also of the second ordinance for general obligation bonds, it's going to fund uh, projects also in the uh, Mansfield Linear Park, uh, along with uh, refunding past debt. Uh, we, we saved on the first vote right at about $328,000. The, these are taxpayer dollars. And then our further uh, work uh, approved uh, in regard to the uh, general obligation bonds, it saved the city and our citizens $1.6 million. All of this is from refundings and prepayment of debt. So uh, it was a pretty good night. You're talking about almost $2 million in so savings. Let's, let's repeat that in case the listeners <laughs> missed that. The city council, the city management saved taxpayer money. We saved taxpayer money. Yes, we did on those two votes alone, right, right at about $2 million, $1.9 million. And again, these are funds that can be used to reinvest sure. uh, back into uh, our city. So here's the highlight. The highlight is the fact that uh, we are able to complete, start and complete city projects without raising taxes, number one. Number two, I must highlight the fact that we didn't, not only did we not raise taxes, but we lowered them and also we added to the homestead exemption. So I think that that's the way that it should work. I mean, that's the way city government should work Absolutely. for the people. And that's why it's so fun serving, you know, serving folks. Several zoning changes, some passed, one was tabled. Let's go ahead and talk, talk about that. Sure. Uh, council approved a, a zoning change to approximately 27 acres of land located on the William C. Price survey to the South Mansfield Form Base Development District. And we expect that this will be a great opportunity for really creating attractive areas where people can live, shop, and gather. We're still working hard to attract good restaurants and entertainment venues to the city. Again, when those when when people from the outside come and spend money in Mansfield, it lowers the tax burden on our folks. So our mind, we're laser focused on that. Uh, we, didn't, we did table a, a proposed zoning change uh, to almost uh, 10 acres of land located at 2351 uh, U.S. Uh, North 287 uh, Highway uh, to a planned development district with limited light industrial uses. Uh, but uh, this is going to come back before us uh, in uh, December. Again, uh, we're trying to make sure that uh, we have uh, the right kind of entrance and exit onto 287 so people can be safe. And also so that they can access uh, some of these uh, nice uh, venues that sure. we're attempting to attract. 
So um, that was, believe it or not, that was the first. <laughs> that was the first half. That was the uh, end of meeting one. That was the end of meeting one. Then the uh, came meeting number two. The following opinions: Those are Michael Evans and the city council. <laughs> uh, you you mentioned you honored the vets in the in the first meeting. Then yes. uh, you to to kick off uh, meeting number two, which started gosh about eight o'clock last night. It did. Was uh, you talked about the veterans parade? We we did, and and let me. Tell you something. We have a local hero, I would say, in uh, Sergeant First Class uh, Daniel Cannell. And listen, you, you you all tell him that this guy is outstanding. Uh, not only is is he one of the founding uh, voices of our Veterans Parade, but he continues to serve our kids at um, Mansfield High School, our Army JROTC. So I, I need to put that out there. Just hats off to this this gentleman. Uh, all right. So what he did was uh, we recognized he did. He recognized the uh, judges who participated in uh, deciding who had the uh, number one, the top float uh, during our Veterans Day parade and salute. And, and uh, the, the winners happen to be from the Bethlehem Baptist Church. I'm just throwing that in there, you know, especially <laughs> since today I have on my cleric's <laughs> collar. All right. Uh, uh, we also uh, recognize uh, the parade winners and the uh, JROTC uh, members who uh, competed in the day's event. So awards went to, uh, uh, to Mansfield uh, as well as to uh, Timberview and um, Lake Ridge. Again, they, they all did a great job. So I'll, I'll just shout out all of our uh, ROTC uh, units here in Mansfield. They are outstanding. So thank all of you. All right. Then the council, we recognized our graduating My Mansfield University students. And uh, this is a, a city initiative, as you know, Steve, yep. uh, in which uh, residents attend a three-month-long uh, program where they learn about the uh, different departments uh, within the city. So um, we've got some, we have some constituents who are educated about what goes on in Mansfield. And uh, many of these individuals I'm hoping will be future uh, council members and, and even mayor, you know, because we want to raise up those kind of folks uh, here in our city. Just a quick plug, because I graduated from class number one. Ah. I, uh, Monday night was was the class number three. It was. And I have a couple of friends that went through that class uh, based on, on my recommendation. I've done... I've done quite a few programs, community programs around town, and and the my Mansfield University is one of the best run, most informative courses I've ever taken here in this town, and and so for those who really want to get into the the nuts and bolts of how this city operates, when class four starts its registration, look for my Mansfield University. There's that little plug for. Uh, it is a yeah. good plug, and l- let me tell you this: I really think that. It is. It serves as a great orientation for individuals who uh, not only just want to learn more about the city, but who may be interested in running for a public office. And not only that, but also serving on our boards and our commissions. Yeah. I'm serious. And to your point, uh, the, the the leadership in regard to our staff, they do an outstanding standing job uh, in uh, educating the uh, uh, constituency. So, you know, a high five to them. But but listen, now, not only did we recognize these uh, new graduates, but uh, we offered two proclamations as well. Talk about them. All right. The first proclamation uh, proclaiming November 26 uh, of this year, a, a small as small business uh, Saturday in the city of Mansfield. We want you we want folks to come out uh, throughout the city and to, you know, to uh, take care of the, the 
the small businesses shop small businesses uh, in in the city. Then uh, we proclaim November 17th as uh, a Get United Day, celebrating 100 years of the United Way in Tarrant County. 100 years of the United Way in Tarrant County. That's mind-boggling. That is. Speaking of Small Business Saturday, there are tons of events that are coming up around uh, uh, downtown Mansfield, and one of them is based around Small Business Saturday. It is. Uh, it's called uh, Holiday Market. It's going to be, it's going to take place at the uh, Far Best uh, Theater, November 26th, and uh, excuse me, November 25th and 26th. And, and also, speaking of downtown, uh, we're also going to have what we're calling Dash into Downtown. And now, this is going to be huge. So, there's going to be a laser show in the downtown area uh, on uh, Thursday, December the 8th at 6 p.m. We're inviting, of course, the entire city. Y'all come out and see that. But we're going to actually close uh, the streets in downtown to traffic, to incoming traffic, because there's going to be one of the largest drone shows that uh, we've had in the city's history. And I really mean that. Mm. Uh, that's going to be December the 9th at uh, 6 p.m. It's going to be great. I mean, the kids will be able to, and adults as well, sure. uh, take pictures with uh, Santa. Uh, now, my understanding is it's going to be a big stuffed Santa. So uh, if Santa doesn't move, I don't want anybody to be, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't want anybody to think that we've, we've injured Santa Claus because it's going to be a big stuffed of Santa Claus. But um, all that's happening. And again, now, keep in mind, this is, as the preachers would say, this is happening in concert with uh, the uh, hometown holidays, which is going to be taking place November 1st, 2nd, and 3rd uh, at the uh, Jim Vashaska's uh, Center for the Performing Arts. So we've got a whole lot of things taking place, and downtown is is up there, and we are in we are we are really just excited about dashing into downtown. It's gonna be hopping. It is. Then you got serious. You start uh, roadway impact fees and fee structures and uh, thoroughfare plans. Uh, <laughs> it, it's all yours. Yeah, we did. We did. Uh, we we got very serious because you know anytime you're talking about the infrastructure in Mansfield, it's very important. Our city continues to grow. We want to stay out in front of it. So uh, what does that mean? Well, uh, what we did was we moved to a a public hearing uh, continuation of an ordinance to adopt an updated uh, land use. uh, Now, I'm going to say a lot. Updated land use assumptions, roadway capital improvement plans. And uh, we revised the roadway impact uh, fees. Now, we revised it, but actually what we did was we voted to uh, adopt the current fee structure. Now, that does not mean that these fees will not go up. We're going to visit it again in March of uh, next year. Uh, Now, the council also approved the current fee structure for the uh, ordinance regarding the proposed citywide amendments to the master thoroughfare plan. And we will review the uh, fee structure and uh, whether changes need to be made in March of next year also. You want to finish out the night and then we'll uh, we'll close this up? All right, let's finish out the night. All right, City Council, we table a request for a specific use permit to build apartments uh, in a plot of land located at 240 North Mitchell Road. And City Council then approved selection of a consultant for the future land use plan and authorized the city manager to negotiate an agreement for professional services. All that was done on city council meeting night. Monday night and December. You're going to do back-to-back meetings as well. That is correct. So December is going to be the same way. We're going to conduct 
Two meetings, one night. Hey, what do you think about the idea of maybe we take this on the road and do a do a live moment with the mayor? You know what? I think that would be outstanding. As a matter of fact, um, why don't we just do that in December? What do you think about let's, it? Let's see if we can put that together. I think that'd be really cool. We'll announce it on Facebook. We'll announce it on all over social media. But uh, yeah, I think that'd be great to do a, a moment with the mayor in front of a live audience. You know what? Let's make it happen. Let's do that. We, we call this a moment with the mayor, but we retouched the, uh, the city council meeting that happened uh, earlier in the week. Michael Evans, have a great day. Thank you, my friend, and you take care of yourself. The city of Mansfield has partnered with Mansfield ISD's Junior Reserve Officers Training Corps to host the inaugural Sergeant Bishop Evans JROTC Invitational Tournament on Saturday at Fieldhouse USA. MISD boasts nationally recognized JROTC teams who have won top-level awards at tournaments across the country. Teams from around the area attend to test their skills in competitive events such as unarmed regulation drill, unarmed exhibition drill, unarmed inspection, armed regulation drill, armed exhibition drill, armed inspection, multiple color guard divisions, as well as armed solo and tandem events. The tournament is named in honor of Sergeant Bishop Evans, who served in the Texas Army National Guard and lost his life in the line of duty in April 2022 while trying to save migrants in the Rio Grande. He was a Mansfield High School graduate and member of its JROTC program. Again, the event happens Saturday at the Fieldhouse USA, located in the shops at Broad. The tournament starts at 10 a.m. and concludes with an awards ceremony at 3 p.m. After months and months of renovating their new facility, the Mansfield YMCA, now let me repeat that, the Mansfield YMCA has opened their doors. They had a big grand opening event last Saturday, and, and, and now they're open for business. With us on the telephone is the executive director of the Mansfield YMCA. Eric Tucker, welcome back to About Mansfield. All right. Thanks for having me back. I appreciate it. Let's let's talk about this. I mean, this is huge yeah. news that we have a, we have our own YMCA. Tell us about some of the this, features that uh, that you have at the YMCA. Well, this is huge news, and I have to tell you, one of the the things that makes this YMCA unique is that uh, it's a partnership with Mansfield Mission Center, and so we purchased a thirty five thousand square foot facility at seventy eight Regency uh, Parkway uh, to run a very much a wellness type of uh, YMCA wellness focused. And so, you know, for us in our facility, many of the things that you typically associate with the YMCA, and that can be, you know, the exercise studio, cycling studio, uh, spaces for uh, different classes and events, child watch, a little coffee area, TRX room, all of that. Um, That, of course, is all part of the facility. But it also features something that we're very proud of in a space that we've been moving into quite a bit over the last several years is our efforts around chronic disease prevention. And uh, you may know, Steve, that uh, Mansfield Mission Center also focuses on um, things like diabetes and arthritis management, those kind of things through their community efforts and their Linda Nix Clinic. And now we've brought a lot of that under the same roof. And so what you're going to see here is the YMCA Diabetes Prevention Program, our Live Strong Program, 
healthy weight in your child, um, our arthritis, our blood pressure monitoring programs, things that are uh, directly related to Medicare support, Centers for Disease Control, we're actually administering a lot of those programs. And so we're excited about it from that perspective. And we've got our personal trainers and group personal trainers and all of that. And then we also have some uh, kids programs. Uh, there is a child watch room, child care room that we have so that parents can drop off their kids on um, six weeks through 12 years of age uh, to hang out and play games and different things while the parents work out and, uh, you know, attend a class. We also have on Saturday night, something we, we run called Parents Night Out. And this is a great opportunity for uh, parents to drop their kids off on, on Saturday night for four hours while they can go out on a date night or hang out with their friends or, or whatever. And that's been an amazingly beneficial program, I think, for, uh, for families, you know, because it is so important for mom and dad to get a break uh, as well. So lots of great stuff going on with that, with the partnership, with the programs we're offering. And then we've got more programs that are going to be coming uh, as well for kids around uh, martial arts, some arts instruction, yeah. esports, archery. It's all on its way. It's good and, it, stuff. and it sounds like the the especially the wellness programs are something that's unique to the Mansfield YMCA. I don't recall those programs being offered up there in Arlington on Cooper Street, uh, which which you're you're the you know it's still part of your your YMCA family. Uh, is this unique to Mansfield? Um, the programs that we're running aren't unique as far as what the YMCA runs, you know, throughout well, not only our region, but our country. The difference here is that most of the space that's at this new YMCA is built around to support those programs specifically. Uh, that's what makes it different. And the partnership, though, is the unique part. So the YMCA programs aren't. We are running those. But the partnership of Mansfield Mission Center is because the other thing that uh, people are going to be able to, to do on the Mansfield Mission side. We have some joint operated space. They've got a large commercial kitchen, so they're going to be teaching some nutrition classes. Uh, mm. They have a food pantry that they're going to be operating as well. And then they also do some workforce development programs, which include like English as a second language, how to uh, you know build a resume, how to file taxes, all of those things. So we're a, we're a one-stop shop in so many ways around on our wellness. It's, that part is definitely unique. Give out the hours of the Mansfield YMCA and the web address uh, for people to get more information. Yeah, yeah. So our uh, website is amayymca.org. So that's a pretty easy one, amayymca.org. And then our hours for Mansfield are Monday through Thursday, 5 a.m. to 10 p.m. On Fridays, uh, 5 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturdays, 7 a.m. to 5 p.m., and Sundays, noon to 5 p.m. Uh, that's when we when we operate. And the great thing is, yes. is that if you're a member here, you're a member of all YMCAs. And so that includes the additional three in our association in Arlington. It includes 30-plus throughout the DFW area. And then it also includes the 2,600 other locations that any YMCA can, member can use anywhere they travel in the country and actually Canada and in many parts of the world, too. And I hear and correct me if the rumor is 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 incorrect. It's fun to stay at the YMCA. Oh, it is. It is. Absolutely. The brand new Mansfield YMCA located at 78 Regency Parkway, nicely nestled between Broad Street and Heritage Parkway. Go, the, go over right. there. 
do your workout. Go say hi to Eric Tucker. And uh, Eric, I appreciate you being on About Mansfield. Oh, thank you. As always, I appreciate it. Have a great day. History was made Friday night on the gridiron as 15-year-old Emma Young became the first female kicker in Timberview High School history to kick a field goal or extra point. Young kicked two extra points in the first half of Friday night's playoff game against Heritage. Young is a sophomore who used to play soccer and kicked 15 extra points for the JV team throughout the 2022 regular season. Emma is no stranger to the football program at Timberview, as her father, Jason Young, has been a defensive line coach for the Wolves for the past 16 years. Timberview continues its rally into the playoffs. Let's head on over to the sports desk. Here's Jonathan Dodd. Round one of the playoffs got underway last Friday, and three MISD teams were participating. The Timberview Wolves continued their winning ways after taking down the Frisco Heritage Coyotes 33-14. Senior running back Javion Madison had 30 carries for 175 yards and two touchdowns in the win. Timberview advances to the second round this Friday at 7 p.m. versus the 8-3 Barbers Hill Eagles in Cedar Park, Texas. Unfortunately, Timberview will be the lone team representing MISD going forward as both Mansfield and Summit lost their playoff matchups this past weekend. Mansfield lost 26-2 versus Harker Heights and Summit lost to last year's state champ South Oak Cliff 12-7. This week's highs and low scores of Texas high school football, Mertson, Erie, and County had quite a shootout versus May with their win 104-91. And Kennedale managed one more field goal than Waco La Vega, winning 10-7 in this week's low score. And this week's biggest goose egg is awarded to the Wimberley versus San Antonio YMLA game, with Wimberley getting the win 81 to nothing. Reporting from the About Mansfield Sports Desk, I'm Jonathan Dodd. Thank you, Jonathan. Just a quick programming note, the About Mansfield news team will be taking the week of Thanksgiving off. That's next week. With that said, there will not be an episode next week. You can always follow us on Facebook for any late breaking news. On Facebook, just do a search for About Mansfield News Talk. You can also go back through our archives and perhaps get caught up on an interview or two that you may have missed. Those can be found at our website, aboutmansfield.com. Just click on the Our Podcasts tab. We'll be back the week after Thanksgiving to bring you our 150th episode. We love getting feedback from the community, and if you have a comment about the show, the good, the bad, the ugly, you can reach us by email at news at aboutmansfield.com. Again, that email address is news at aboutmansfield.com. Thursday, November 17th is not only National Take a Hike Day, it's also the Great American Smokeout, a day where we can tell cigarettes to take a hike. We realize that quitting smoking isn't easy. It takes time and a plan. You don't have to stop smoking in one day, but it starts with day one. Let the Great American Smokeout event this Thursday be your day to start your journey toward a smoke-free life. You'll be joining thousands of other smokers across the country in taking an important step toward a healthier lifestyle and reducing your cancer risk. Plus, the American Cancer Society can help you access the resources and the support that you need to quit. So this Thursday, tell cigarettes to take a hike. I wish my dad did. Maybe he'd still be alive. And after you quit smoking, take that next step to good health and take a hike. There are plenty of wonderful walking paths around Mansfield, including the award-winning Linear Trail. Don't do it just for you. Do it for your family and do it for your friends. Let's check on the seven-day weather forecast with Colleen. Let's take a look at the weather for the next seven days in Mansfield, Texas. 
we're going to continue our streak of below normal temperatures for the next week, which is abnormal for us. We usually have a brief Arctic blast and return to normal. At least we'll see some sunshine starting on Wednesday. We're looking at a high of 53 degrees Wednesday, 55 degrees Thursday, 50 degrees Friday, 48 degrees Saturday, 50 degrees Sunday, 54 degrees Monday, and 56 degrees on Tuesday. The Tarrant Regional Water District recommends that Mansfield sprinklers be turned off this week, and it's that time of year where we turn our irrigation units off for a while. Our lawns are going dormant, which does not require any water. We'll let you know when the Water District recommends that it's time to water again. For more watering tips, visit waterisawesome.com. Coming up after the break, we turn the page to the features section. As always, we're talking science and health. We are Mansfield's only source for news, talk, and information. I'm Colleen Daniel, and this is About Mansfield. No matter your familiarity with buying or selling real estate, having an experienced, trusted advisor on speed dial is priceless. The Roger and Beth team of Century 21 Judge Fight is here to be that resource for you. Whether you're buying right here in Mansfield or your dreams are taking you elsewhere, we are ready to help you with turning that vision into a reality. To learn more, visit our website at homesinmansfield.com. That's homesinmansfield.com. At Methodist Health System, every person we treat Good morning, class. is a vital part of the communities we call home. Table for two. That's why we're dedicated to exceptional, innovative care. From robotic surgery and advanced oncology to helping you find a healthier path. And hold that pose. Three, Being there when and where our neighbors need us. The doctor will be right in. That's community and why so many people trust Methodist. Congratulations to Karina Michaels, who was the first person to email the correct answer to last week's trivia question. What is the difference between a meteoroid and a meteorite? Karina knew that rocks flying around space are called meteoroids, while a space rock that has made it through the Earth's atmosphere as a rock is called a meteorite. Thanks to science editor Dennis Webb for this gem of a question. When we come back, this week's trivia question, this is about Mansfield. Hey, it's Steve Casillo. I want to take a second to tell you about Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio. It's where we record and produce the About Mansfield podcast episodes. Podcast Mansfield is a full-service studio with recording, editing, mixing, and mastering capabilities, and can even help market your podcast. Podcast Mansfield is home to such great locally produced shows, such as Ask Philip, Daughter of the Other Woman, Stir the Pot, He Loves Me, He Loves Me Not, and We Are TPM, just to name a few, and also handles post-production duties for remote clients, such as Coaching Through Chaos out of San Diego and Military Resource Radio out of Detroit. So whether you're a hands-on person who just needs a place to record your podcast or need advice from concept to completion, Podcast Mansfield is there to help. Conveniently located on Heritage Parkway just off of 287 in Mansfield, mention the About Mansfield podcast and record your first episode at no charge. For more information on starting your podcast, or if you're looking for a better place to record, Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio can be found on the internet at podcastmansfield.com. 
www.joejenkins.com. Hi, this is Joe Jenkins with Joe Jenkins Farmers Insurance, specializing in auto, home, commercial, and life insurance. I was born and raised here in Mansfield, Texas. We're active in the community, and Mansfield's a town we really care about. Our office has over 30 years' experience in the insurance industry, and we're passionate about what we do and about customer service. For a free quote, please visit our website at joejenkinsinsurance.com or give us a call at 817-472-6058. Once again, that website is joejenkinsinsurance.com. This is Randall Kennedy, and you're listening to About Mansfield. It is time right now for the highly coveted, wildly popular About Mansfield trivia question. The first person to email the correct answer to trivia at aboutmansfield.com will receive a $25 gift card to a Mansfield eatery brought to you by Joe Jenkins Insurance. Whether you're looking for homeowners, auto, commercial, or any other type of insurance, Joe has helped Mansfield area residents understand the insurance coverage that best fit their needs since 2010. You can find Joe on the internet at joejenkinsinsurance.com. Let's get to this week's question, Colleen. Well, Steve, as you drive south on Main Street, just coming off the railroad viaduct, the first visible house sits at the corner at 103 Van Worth Street, which is said to have been built in 1870. Mansfield's first Justice of the Peace owned the house from 1889 to 1909. This week's trivia question is... Who was Mansfield's first Justice of the Peace? Email your answer to trivia at aboutmansfield.com. Again, who was Mansfield's first Justice of the Peace? Good luck, and thanks to Joe Jenkins Insurance for the gift card. Hi there, my name's Angela Thorne with Moses Movement, and you're listening to About Mansfield. Welcome back to About Mansfield, your audio newspaper. Let's open up the features section. Let's head on over to the science desk where roving science reporter Dennis Webb dips into a super weird world of neutrinos. Yeah, neutrinos. Dennis? Thank you, Steve. A hundred years ago, we thought the universe was made up of atoms made from protons, neutrons, and electrons. These are the first identifiable subatomic particles. Since then, progress in nuclear physics was advanced with the research that led to the first atomic bomb, and the research continued, both theoretical and experimental. Current theory and experimentation have identified 25 different elementary particles. Various flavors of quarks, leptons, and bosons. Some of these combine to make protons and neutrons, and some are created in various physical reactions. Theoretical physics suggests there are a few more kinds of elementary particles, but none of them have been detected yet. The giant particle accelerator in Europe, called the Large Hadron Collider, is designed to smash particles together at high energy levels to liberate and study members of this atomic zoo. Among the leptons are various types of neutrinos. Okay, i got to stop. Yeah, these names are kind of arbitrary, but it's what the researchers named them. So, among the leptons are various types of neutrinos. Neutrinos are similar to electrons, but with no electrical charge and very little mass. Neutrinos are one byproduct of nuclear fusion. That's the energy that powers our sun, so the sun puts out a lot of neutrinos. Neutrinos are really hard to detect because they don't have any electrical charge that you can use to use magnets to steer them around, or mass. So they rarely interact with anything. So here's what we know today. Fusion chain reactions that provide all the energy that comes from our sun, these fusion chain reactions put out 
so many neutrinos that at any given moment there are millions of solar neutrinos passing through your body as they flee the sun. Don't be alarmed at all these neutrinos in your body as this has been going on for billions of years so our bodies don't even notice them. Even more remarkable, they pass through the earth mostly without being stopped. As you are sleeping in your bed at midnight, there are still millions of neutrinos passing through your body after their quiet journey through our planet. That's weird. Physicists figured out how to detect them, and our planet has several neutrino detectors. One of them, called the Super Kamiokande in Japan, or Super K, is 55,000 tons of ultra-pure water in a container 3,000 feet underground. Inside of it, there are 13,000 detectors that can detect when a neutrino happens to interact with a water molecule and create some detectable radiation. This radiation can tell you the direction and some other characteristics of the incoming neutrinos. These collisions happen so rarely that you need this much water, this many detectors, and a lot of time to detect neutrinos for any useful science. Really weird. Anyway, neutrinos came to mind this week as a Facebook acquaintance shared a, an image of our own sun if our eyes could detect neutrinos. After 300 days of Super K's detections, and knowing the direction each came from, you could make a map that shows where a few neutrinos come from and directions where more came from. No surprise to astronomers, most of the neutrinos quietly sliding through the Earth come from the sun. Some observed that you could make a neutrino image of the sun only collecting at neutrinos at night. Weird. If you have questions about science, send an email to info at aboutmansfield.com. From the Science Desk at About Mansfield, I'm Dennis Webb. Angel Biasati is here and talks about the distinct differences between the flu, RSV, and COVID-19 in today's Methodist Mansfield News to Know. With the beginning of flu season, we're seeing more patients with respiratory viruses, whether it's the flu, RSV, or COVID-19. All three viruses affect the respiratory system and have similar symptoms. Whether it's a cough, runny nose, or fever, it can be difficult to tell them apart unless you undergo testing. According to Dr. Nancy George Cuddy, here are some tips on how to tell the difference. With the flu, symptoms are often more severe. It may include high fever, cough, sore throat, nausea, body aches, vomiting, and diarrhea. A high fever that reaches 103 uh, or 104 degrees Fahrenheit is typically a distinctive feature of flu or influenza-like illnesses. With RSV, it can affect people of all ages, but children and older adults are most vulnerable. Symptoms of RSV include a runny nose, coughing, sneezing, fever, and a unique symptom is wheezing. This wheezing may sound like a whistle or a rattle when a person breathes. If this occurs, make an appointment to see your primary care physician. If the wheezing worsens, it can lead to bronchitis or pneumonia. People with asthma or other respiratory conditions may be more susceptible to severe outcomes with RSV. In general, many of the symptoms of COVID-19 are similar to the flu and RSV. However, with COVID, you usually have a loss of taste and smell. Additionally, COVID-19 can have a serious effect on the body outside of the lungs, including long-term effects 
like brain fog. So how can you avoid getting sick or reduce your risk this winter? Here are some tips to help you stay healthy. Wear a mask. Keep at least six feet distance from other people. Wash your hands regularly or use hand sanitizers. Sanitize high contact surfaces such as tables, desks, chairs, and doorknobs. You can also get vaccinated against the flu and COVID-19. If you get sick, stay at home to avoid spreading the virus to other people. And if it worsens, see your physician or an urgent care clinic. To find a doctor, call 469-256-7565 or visit the urgent care, which is open seven days a week, 972-522-7778. Reporting for the About Mansfield podcast, I'm Angel Biasati with Methodist Mansfield News to Know. I'm Mansfield Police Chief Tracy Aaron, and you are listening to About Mansfield. Welcome back to another segment of About Mansfield. I'm Steve Casillo as we make the switch from news to talk. And today we conclude our in-studio interview with Texas Health Hospital Mansfield CEO, Kenneth Rose. Enjoy. You helped build Texas Health Hospital, and, and I would assume it's because there was a need. There was a... There's only... At that time, there was only one hospital in Mansfield. Right. So there was a need for, especially at, uh, because that South Point part of Mansfield is growing by leaps and bounds. Correct. There was a need for a hospital. Mm -hmm. Um, You were at Burleson at that time. Right. How were you chosen as the CEO? Man, I... Great question. Um, That's why I'm the host. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, about three months after I got there in 2016, we had a board meeting. And then following the board meeting, there was a strategy meeting to talk about this idea of Mansfield. The partners had been talking about it for a while and, you know, they were watching it. It's this fast growing market and seemed like a, a nice community. So they were really having a conversation about, are we really going to purchase land and look to bu- build a hospital there? Mm-hmm. And that was in 2016. So sure enough, I mean, from that meeting on, I was in that meeting and, and every concurrent meeting after that. And uh, it just, I really feel like I was in the right place at the right time. Mm-hmm. I really feel like it was a God thing because I was in those meetings and started to get interest. You know, the idea of, wow, you know, building a hospital from scratch is... Probably a really cool thing to do. Yeah. Um, spoiler alert. It's <laughs> it's not a cool thing. One and done. <laughs> not going to do it again. But uh, yeah, so I was in those meetings and I remember one point in 2018, I had a meeting with my boss and I told him, hey, you know, when you start interviewing people for this Mansfield position, I'd love to just interview for it. Yeah. And uh, if I'm ready and I'm the right person, I think I could do a great job and it'd be a fun thing to do. And so he just continued to allow me to be involved and to help with it. And in 2019, they named me the CEO. And it's been a whirlwind ever since. What's the hardest part of your job? Always being on stage. And what I mean by that is being human. Mm-hmm. I have ups and downs. I have some great days and some bad days. I have some days when my kids don't sleep. I have some days uh, when I'm getting ready to go on vacation. I'm feeling happy. And so it doesn't really matter what's happening with me. 
I'm really the barometer of our team. And if I'm having a good day or a bad day, people feel that. And so it's been one of the big adjustments to becoming a CEO. I was an executive before, but I was on an executive team. When you lead that team, people really look to you. And being on stage through a pandemic and being on stage through the opening of a new hospital, which has a lot of ups and downs, Mm -hmm. is challenging. It's challenging. Keeping people encouraged, even when you may not feel encouraged. Uh, Helping people not feel fear, fear the future even though you may be a little bit uncertain about the future. Right. That's that's a really difficult part of leadership. And you're looking at a couple hundred, 300 people that work there. Correct, right around 300. Does it, do you ever get the, uh, you walk in a room and and all of a sudden, oh, the CEO's here, we have to, we have to, <laughs> I, I don't know. I've never been the leader of a staff of 300 people. So I don't know, but I would assume there's, a, uh, you know, you walk into a room and, and, or, uh, someone's hosting a happy hour and, and, and the boss arrives. <laughs> I, but you look like you may have, uh, uh I don't know. I, I, what's the feeling when the, when the boss walks in the room? You know, I think one of the beautiful things about our team, well, I'm a fairly laid back informal person myself. You appear to be. And I think that that's sort of permeated our team. And so uh, the sense I get, you'd have to ask them. I don't know if they'd ever tell me honestly, but I, I get the sense that they don't have that type of snap to attention when Kenneth walks in the room. Yeah. I think we've got a really great culture where it's there's mutual respect and we enjoy working together. Uh, you know, we don't call each other employees. We call each other team members. Yeah. We really try to have that type of a focus where we're, hey, we're a team. We pulled together. We opened this place in a pandemic, which was hard, but it bonded us. We've gone through some ups and downs with our finances and our volumes, and we've weathered it together. And the pandemic was a tough time. It was. It truly was. Because you're brand new hospital, and now all of a sudden you're being inundated. The the ER, and I would assume then... ICU mm-hmm. is being inundated with COVID cases. Correct. Absolutely. And we went through these wild extremes of two weeks after we opened, we were just beyond capacity full. And then shortly, probably halfway through January to February, the bottom kind of dropped out and everyone pulled back and the hospital felt empty for a while. And that's a scary time for a team too. We mean, we need the patients and the flow and the volume. Right. So we lived through three of the four spikes mm. and each time it happened that way, we would have a huge growth in volume and then we'd have this just valley. And so trying to keep the team encouraged through that. And a lot of people got burned out through that period. Is the valley though a time to reassess and and maybe even just take a breather? I, I was going to say knowing that there's going to be another wave of COVID, but we you don't know that. Yeah, we had no clue. Yeah. So of taking a week or a month and just saying, you know what, great, we just, we got through that wave, let's, but a month's a long time to not to not do a lot of business. That's right. Um, what are some of the features of Texas Health that you may not find at, a, at a, another typical hospital? Dedication to service. Yeah. You know, it's very important to us. We realized Methodist Mansfield delivers a great product in this community, and mm-hmm. they have for 15, 16 years. They have a great comprehensive list of services that they provide. Uh, They've got providers that are very good and care a lot. And so we realized that coming in, we wouldn't be able to 
to duplicate and compete with them on the breadth of service. Yeah. So we knew that we were going to have to figure out what we did and do it very, very well so that people would choose us because they felt cared for and because they had a great experience. So for us, that's, that's our top priority is how do we deliver that for people? Our mission is extending the healing ministry of Christ. So that really sets a high bar for what we expect of ourselves. And we take that really seriously. And we want to make sure that people see us that way in this community. There's a chapel in your uh, in your hospital. I don't know if Methodist Mansfield has a chapel, but I know there's one there. And, Absolutely. And some of your patients have been married in that chapel. Uh, yeah, that's right. We did do. Yeah, I forgot about that. That's a good point. I don't even remember that whole story. Do you? I that. All right. This goes back to an open house at at the hospital that the chamber had had hosted, oh, and I okay. was. Uh, and so the story that I it, now this is probably a year and a half ago that I heard yeah, the story that yeah, there was a patient who loved the service so much at the hospital. Uh, that oh, and the maybe... interaction with the chaplain. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Yeah, she had a, a great connection with our chaplain, which we have an amazing uh, manager of our mission and ministry department, Desmond Hay, does mm-hmm. a phenomenal job and connects well with people. And yeah, she wanted Desmond to officiate her wedding. And she wanted the team, and this was a a labor delivery patient, I believe, wanted the team who took care of her to be a part of it as well. And so sure enough, we did that wedding at our hospital. Yeah. Yeah. So we're thinking about diversifying our business into healthcare and And event planning. And weddings. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) You got that beautiful little uh, little patio out there that can have receptions. Yep. And, uh, you know, I I know a good musician. uh, (laughs) What's the future of Kenneth Rose? That's a great question. I don't know. Um, I'm enjoying the present a lot. Yeah. Uh, Getting ready to have three beautiful kids, a wonderful wife. We live here in Mansfield. I'm about seven or eight minutes from the hospital. Um, Isn't that great? Oh, it is. You what, maybe two miles? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, probably. Um, I play golf at Walnut Creek every once in a while, and we go to church in Arlington, and um, we like the restaurants in Mansfield. I mean, it's it's a nice feel for us as a family. And our hospital has a very bright future. We've had an interesting, tumultuous beginning, but a bright future as a a community-based hospital. And I really want to see that through. I want to see us grow it. One of the reasons we chose Mansfield, Steve, as the place for this hospital is we knew that with the growth and development of this community, two hospitals were going to be the need. Yeah. Uh, Methodist Mansfield, like I said, does a great job. I think it's great for them to have somebody to compete against mm-hmm. and somebody that adds capacity for this community. We have a lot of patients still that feel like they need to travel to Fort Worth or to Arlington or to Dallas to see certain physicians or to get certain tests done. And what we're trying to do is deliver exceptional medicine, big city medicine close to home. So you can get almost anywhere in Mansfield in 10 minutes. Is there room for expansion you you own a little more land around uh, around the hospital where you can expand. We do. We, okay. we bought about forty acres. Oh wow! And that's a big hospital. It is. It, it's a big pad. We developed about twenty six mm-hmm. of the acres, and we can still get to probably a hundred hundred and twenty beds just on that plot. Mm-hmm. But the back thirteen, as I call them, man, it's a blank canvas. Nice. Uh, we can build another building. We can uh, do something, and with that location right off two eighty seven. It really would be great for us to find a community partner that wants to have something on our campus that has that visibility on 287. 
Um, so Mansfield has a bright future. And as we continue to grow and develop in the surrounding areas, it's it's going to be a wonderful time to be in Mansfield. I think the we're at about half capacity right now, uh, population wise in the, in this town and talking with, uh, some of the city leaders, they, they, Oh yeah, you know, we've, we've got the, the 23% of open land in Mansfield. There's only 23% left in wow. Mansfield. And apparently it's already been planned. Hmm. And that, once it's all planned out, once it's all built out, once all the homes are sold, we're looking at about 150,000 people. Yeah. It's yeah. going to need two hospitals at least. Right. And and expansion. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and the other beautiful thing is ha- having two hospitals brings some level of redundancy to certain things. Sure. So a great example is uh, heart attack care, STEMI. Mm-hmm. So having two hospitals that can handle those that level of patients... So if, if you were to have a cardiac event in Mansfield and you needed to go to a hospital and to be, you know, have a cath done, mm-hmm. you now have two options within your town. So if, let's say, two people simultaneously had that issue, they can each go to one of the hospitals and get immediate care. Right. Versus having to be in an ambulance driven up to Arlington or driven to Fort Worth, we've got that all here in Mansfield. And that's just, that's excellent for our citizens to have those options. And as we continue to grow and we get to that population, like you said, of 150,000, it's, it's not going to be as unheard of for us to have, you know, major health events where people are going to need more than one hospital. That makes, that makes a lot of sense. You've, you've actually done a great job of saying nice things about the hospital. I, I was just going to uh, ask you if you if you want to give any shout outs or or again, just say something good about the hospital. Well, I love that we have a strong community based hospital here in Mansfield. You know, we offer heart attack care with our STEMI program, 24 seven cath lab. We're a level four trauma center in our ED. Mm-hmm. We can stabilize people and either care for them there or get them transferred to a higher level if needed. We have a great orthopedic service line, our orthopedic alliance with you know excellent physicians, Cleveland, Cl- Cleveland Clinic trained, Texas A&M trained here, seeing patients in Mansfield, doing surgery in Mansfield. We are working to add stroke care to have multiple specialists on our campus so that people can get the care that they need. Uh, We have intensivists that are physicians who man our ICU 24-7, hospitalists for our inpatients. So we offer a large number of services at a very high level so that people can get what they need here in Mansfield. And we do that through an exceptional patient experience. We really believe that the service is what differentiates us, and people deserve that. Looking back at Chattanooga, Tennessee, did you ever think that you would be the CEO of a hospital? No. No? No. I... <laughs> All right, so let's, again, junior high, high school, somewhere around there, what did you think that you would be doing at your current age? You know, I thought that I would probably just go to law school. Yeah. Okay. I thought, you know, I could, I could figure that out, go to law school, be an attorney. There are some attorneys in my family, mm-hmm. work in Chattanooga as an attorney, but I never, I never saw myself 
getting to this level of leadership and and not being in hospitals. I didn't know anything about healthcare until yeah. I got started there 15 years ago. Okay. And you don't have, or do you, have a medical background? I do not. I have a business background all the yeah. way through. I've done some some jobs where I led in clinical areas mm-hmm. like radiology. And that was a great that was a great time in Chicago because it it taught me the humility of how to work as a team. Uh, they brought me as a director of radiology at two hospitals because I had business acumen and had an ability to help mm-hmm. grow the business. But in that role, I was also responsible for the clinical operations. And so there were uh, there was a great manager and some supervisors who were the clinical experts. And so I had to be able to learn from them and to let them lead in some situations. And I had to be able to teach them some of the things that I knew. And I tell you what, teamwork makes the dream work. Absolutely. And it's great to learn <laughs> that early in your career. <laughs> from golfer to CEO. Uh, <laughs> Kenneth Rose, what's your favorite ice cream? Cookies and cream. Cookies and cream. Or pistachio almond. Blue, blue bell pistachio almond. Yeah. Right. Pistachio almond. Let's go with pistachio almond. Pistachio almond. In case you ever buy me an ice cream cone, I want to get the pistachio almond. I'm writing that down. All right. <laughs> pistachio almond. Everyone who sits in that chair goes through what's called the lightning round. Okay. The lightning round is it gives the listeners out there the the opportunity to know who is Kenneth Rose? Okay. And uh, so with, uh, with with your permission, we will we will move forth on the, the lightning round. Okay. And it's a very simple exercise of this or that. Okay. Night or day? Day. Walking or running? Walking. Netflix or movie theater? Movie theater. Car or truck? Truck. City or country? Country. Classic art or modern art? Classic. Pancakes or waffles? Pancakes. Summer or winter? Summer, summer, yes. summer, summer. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Laundry or dishes? Uh, this is hard because my wife is amazing and does everything. I'm so spoiled. Okay. Di- uh, laundry. Laundry. Hmm. Sunrise or sunset? Sunrise. You're, you're an early guy. I'm a morning person. Ooh. Yeah, I'm a morning person. And what's your favorite ice cream? Pistachio almond. Yep. Bluebell. That's, that's what it says right there. Or Millennium Crunch. It, it could be Millennium Crunch now. Go check that out at the uh, the mark the market um, yeah. out there on um, Broad Crunch. Street. It sounds yep. amazing. It is really good. Kenneth Rose, um, CEO, Texas Health Hospital Mansfield, Lone Star Road at 287. You told some funny stories, just like you, you, <laughs> you promised you would do. And um, it's great getting to know you. Yeah, this has been fun. I appreciate you being, uh, thanks for being on About Mansfield. I love it. I'll do it anytime you want me to. Coming up next week on About Mansfield, we're taking the week off. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. When we return the week following, we will talk in studio with a Mansfield resident who needed a new hobby while being cooped up during COVID. Since then, he's run eight marathons with no end in sight. As always, this is the place where you will hear the latest Mansfield news, sports, and weather. Until then, don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, share, love, support this podcast. If you haven't already so you never miss an episode, it's free and it's easy. Just enter your email address on our website, aboutmansfield.com. We will never send you any spam. We promise. About Mansfield is recorded at Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio. Hosts, Steve Casillo and Colleen Daniel. Moment with the Mayor feature, Michael Evans. Science reporter, Dennis Webb. Sports, Jonathan Dodd. 
Methodist Mansfield News to Know, Angel B. Asadi, Mansfield Real Estate Market Update, Beth Steinke, Ask Terry Home Improvement, Terry Radswin, Cocktail of the Week, Brian Certain, Post-Production Editing, Mixing, and Mastering, Steve Casillo and Jonathan Dodd. This podcast is copyrighted by Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this podcast without written consent is prohibited. We thank you all for listening. On behalf of the entire news team, I'm Steve Casillo, and this is about Mansfield. Mansfield.